0: Today, more than seven billion people live on this planet we call Earth.
1: A planet where technology dominates.
0: Where knowledge increases daily and comes at you faster than you can absorb it.
1: Where people run to and fro and never seem to get where they want to be.
0: Where the gulf between rich and poor has become a chasm and everyone always wants more.
1: Where religious and political tensions escalate.
0: Where masses of people flock to the cities looking for something better.
1: Where millions have lost sight of God, yet many are looking for answers.
0: When Jesus looked on the crowds, he had compassion on them.
1: Today, he still looks on the crowds with compassion.
0: And he's looking through us.
1: Will we accept His invitation to share His love with the crowds who don't know Him?
0: Jesus called us to make disciples.
1: He called on us to take His message of hope to every nation and people. For more than 150 years, Seventh-day Adventists have been sharing hope in Jesus soon return, and God has blessed. His work is going forward in many areas of the world, yet some areas remain mission challenges, and in some areas, the challenge seems to be growing. In 1900, Adventists began to answer this call to share the gospel with the world outside of North America. In 1900, 68% of the church's evangelistic workers were working in North America. 30 years later, 77% were working outside of North America.
2: This shift required a major expenditure of funds and a
1: constant effort to stay focused on mission. Back then, if you were to ask Christians in general where the mission fields were, they would have probably said Africa, Central America, and the islands of the Caribbean, and South America. Missionaries shared stories back home about life and work in the mission field and often spoke at camp meetings and in churches. And they wrote books about their experiences. Today, the world has changed, and so has the Adventist Church. What was once a church based mainly in North America is today a global church. If we look at how Adventist church membership has shifted we can see where the church has grown and where we still have challenges. In these maps the darker colors represent areas with many Adventists compared to the population. The lighter areas show where there are a few Adventists compared to the population. Another way to say this is that this is an area of greater mission challenge. Today, the church has grown tremendously in areas of the world that were once considered the main mission fields, like Southern Africa and South America and Inter-America. Maybe it's time for them to answer God's call to send more workers and mission offerings to the unreached areas of the world. They are being called on to pray for the unreached people and areas of the world. One of these areas was an area that came to be known as the 1040 window.
2: The 1040 window is a term that we use to describe a territory. And basically, it's a window 10 degrees north of the equator at the bottom. And then at the top, it's 40 degrees north of the equator. And this window stretches from Northwest Africa right through the Middle East and into Asia. And this is a a, a prime focus of Adventist mission. Because, first of all, you've got the majority of the world's population living there. You have almost half of the major cities of the world there. You have people who are living in poverty, people who are rich, and you have people coming from religious backgrounds that are totally different to Christianity. So not only do you have the majority of the world's population there, but you have the fewest Christians. So that's why the 1040 window is still such a prime focus a holistic Adventist mission.
3: The 1040 window is still a tremendous mission challenge to the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Some people may say, well, I thought we've emphasized that for 20 years, which we have, and there have been thousands of new congregations established inside that window. But when you consider the population and the growth of the population, it's difficult just to keep pace with it to have a little lighthouse there that has the capacity to personalize the gospel and to draw people to Jesus, that it takes people on the ground and in that location. And this is why church planting or putting in new groups of believers is an absolutely essential quality of a church growth plan.
1: Despite the challenges, Adventists have been working throughout the world If we look back a few years in the city of Bangkok, we see one project that shared God's message in a unique way.
2: Bangkok is a city that represents the 1040 window very well. Just the sheer numbers of people, millions of people, the noise, the chaos, but different systems. I mean, people know where they're going, what they're doing, etc.
1: Corey Goodwin was an Adventist volunteer services worker in Bangkok. Since Corey is an artist, he decided to use his talents in the neighborhood where he stayed. He wanted to share the Adventist message with the neighborhood, so he painted a wall mural. This large painting sits near an Adventist center of influence. It depicts the second coming of Jesus in a style that Thai people can understand.
4: When the idea popped in, into my head, uh, hey, you should do a wall mural for this, the street here. Uh, I really had no idea what I was getting myself into. You know, I just wanted to do something uh, colorful, something uplifting for, for the street. But um, it, it became this, this big three-story wall mural. And not only that, it was on the second coming. I have seen people and their attitudes change. As, as the mural progressed, they at first were like, well, what are you doing? They were a little bit skeptical. But as they, see, as they saw it like, develop before their eyes, then that's when they started to be more positive and encouraging.
1: Now this community benefits from this beautiful message on the wall. You can just imagine the number of people who have seen this and may have been introduced to Jesus for the first time God is calling us to use creative methods to reach the people throughout the 1040 window.
2: There's a million ways that we can try to do things differently. Now, we may do something that doesn't have any success, but that's that's okay because we learn as we go. But if we stay within, this is the way we've done it for the last hundred years and let's stick with that, then I'm afraid that things aren't going to progress in regards to mission. So God calls us to creative ministry. Uh, The Apostle Paul said, I become all things to all people. He doesn't mean compromise. He means that I find what the need is and then I find what is appropriate to share the, the gospel message. So the way that I might do ministry in a city in North America should be very different to the way I'll do it in Bangkok because the people are coming from such a totally different cultural and religious background. We can't just dress up the message in Western clothes. We have to find new, fresh wineskins of ministry.
3: People ask, how are we actually going to go into the 1040 window, particularly the large urban areas, uh, cities in which we've never had a presence. How are we going to do that? And uh, we know that because of certain world religions that are there, certain cultures, Uh, that there are certain methods that we have that are really not going to be effective. We've tried them there and they're not only dangerous, uh, but probably not very cost effective. Uh, It's very interesting because Ellen White is very clear that we really need to concentrate on using Christ's method.
2: In the 1040 window, we have a wonderful opportunity to start what we call centers of influence. These centers are holistic ministry centers and they're based on Christ's method. So basically, they provide a a platform for ministry. And Ellen White says that Jesus mingled with people, he showed sympathy, he ministered to needs, he won confidence, and then he bid them to follow him.
1: Some 20 years ago, the Seventh-day Adventist Church started Global Mission to look at the areas where the church has struggled to grow. Global Mission focused on planting churches in these hard-to-reach areas through projects and sending out Global Mission pioneers. Today we are still focused on the same call. We are continuing to reach people in some of the most challenging areas. Please continue to pray for those on the front lines of mission. Pray that through Christ's method, people all around the world will come to know Jesus.